Hey, what's up? You're listening to me, Jack, on the Punk Rock Demonstration, and we're out here at the Glass House in Pomona with the band All or Nothing HC out of California. So what is your name and what do you do in the band? Renee Bryant, vocals, lyrics. Eli DeLuna, drums. Ryan Doria, I play guitar. Jared Schweizer, bass. Awesome, we we're all giving out last names here, so what's the social security numbers? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, what does the HC at the end of All or Nothing mean? Uh, that stands for hardcore. When we first started, there was another All or Nothing around. They were on Stone Records on Volcom, but they were a little more poppy, so we decided, okay, cool, because a guy called me. He's like, we're All or Nothing. I'm like, that's cool. You can be All or Nothing. We'll be All or Nothing HC, hardcore. Ugh. Very interesting. So what year was this? Oh, wow. This was uh, circa 2000, 99, 98, something like that. Yeah, 98. Yeah, it was probably eight, 98, because that's oh our first show. Uh, with the East Los lineup was with Poison Idea and uh, Dr. No at Showcase, so that was late 98, yep. So 2098, 10 years around there somewhere. So you've got this CD called California Bleeding out. Does anyone want to talk about what California Bleeding is all about? Well, obviously in our state, uh, as we all know from living here, we're experiencing a lot of challenges in California as well as in you know many other states. But I think what's unique to our state is uh, the, the situation with education right now, all the money that's being pulled out of education by Arnold Schwarzenegger. We also are unique in the fact that we have the Terminator as a governor who definitely doesn't have a lot of experience in what he's doing. We got rid of another governor who was doing a good job and we had a, uh, a lot of money, the schools were great, and now we have a governor that's like fucked everything up for us. So yes, California is bleeding. We also were inspired by what's going on with Prop A and the crazy Mormons. I mean, no offense, like whatever. There's uncrazy Mormons too, but the Mormons who are the extreme right, who wanted to do away with gays being able to be married, that's just wrong. You know, it's a civil rights issue and so they were able to push their extreme agenda and were able to pass Proposition A and to ban gay marriage. And so, yes, California is bleeding. If, I mean, we're supposed to be one of the most liberal states in the, in the union and gays can't get married. That's fucking crazy shit. So, yeah, California's bleeding. You do know there are no such thing as gay people in the Mormon culture. They're just crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, in the Mormon culture and in Iran, I guess, there are no gay people. Nice. And of course, swine flu doesn't exist. It's called the Mexican flu or something. <laughs> anyway, so what kind of things are like on the CD? Like, what kind of things are you singing about? Um, well, you got California bleeding. I mean, this is a lyrical question, so I'll keep talking. Um, uh, the first song is a lot of work. No, the first song is California Bleeding, right? A countdown. Oh, countdown to Extinction. Yeah. You know what's interesting is, I mean, usually I, I think a lot of people would consider us like a positive hardcore band, but the CD, it's not that it's completely negative, but when you're in a time period where you're reflecting on what's going on around you and it is negative, you're going to write about those things. So, yeah, Countdown to Extinction, you know, the hu human beings are doing a great job at, you know, putting ourselves into extinction i mean we definitely need to take a i mean i don't want to be preaching they're all the things i'm just preaching to the converted because i know the people who are listening to this radio station are already aware of what's going on but i definitely talk about the lyrics after within the uh cd there's a whole thing where i explain what all the songs are about so we have hunger for justice which is a little more positive just talking about you know people really should look about look at themselves and 
is consumerism forcing them or convincing them that they need to spend, especially women, you know, $500 on a, on a purse or shoes? You know, I'm a school teacher and there are school teachers with their salaries who walk around with those things. And really, is that necessary? So I talk about that and call people out on that shit. I mean, yeah, I could name call right now, but I'm not going to. It's just like, let's be for real. You know, we shouldn't, there's no such thing as expendable income when there are people, other human beings on this planet who are suffering. And that's basically what that song is about and it's definitely a shout out to the people like people in food not bombs who are doing something about it so we definitely all need to be working for food for the hungry and then it says or hunger for justice for those that have food uh, what else i don't know you know life wouldn't be interesting if things like this didn't happen you know people would all be like uh cool and everything and everyone would just like sit at home and watch tv but there are, these, there are these interesting challenges in life that just give people things to do and things to worry about, you know? Well, that's what's great about punk rock is that this is a scene, at least how I see it and why I stay in it, that we actually feel like we can make a difference or try to be motivated to do something about it. Uh, I don't see it as just a scene where you dress up in a certain outfit and you just hang out with your friends. I, I feel like a lot of people feel it as a, a, it is an empowering scene. I think punk rock changed my life and the fact that, you know, I wouldn't have a I wouldn't have had the guts to start a record label. I wouldn't have, you know, gone on tour. You know, I wouldn't have had, felt empowered to do it DIY, do it yourself, if it wasn't for punk rock. So, God, and it's day, yeah, and it's the one music. Think about it that really calls people out to be politically motivated and active. I feel. Talking about starting a record label and everything like that. I what is have it? A or started a record label. What is the name of that record label and what do you do? The label is On The Rag Records and it started out as a fanzine back in 93. This, my, uh, one of my good friends, Alicia Lopez, and I started this little fanzine upon, you know, kind of like the impetus of the Voodoo Gold Skulls who are from Riverside. They were touring. They're like, we need to start a zine. And so it was like the bell rays of Voodoo Gold Skulls, Old Nick, like a bunch of bands from our area that were around at that time. And I was in a band called He's Dead Jim at that time. And uh, they're like, let's start a zine and it was my girlfriend and I, Alicia, that started it. And then we did a few issues, and then I decided, well, I'm just going to start a record label because there's not enough record labels putting out female-fronted bands, and that's what I want. I want to help other women in a way that maybe I wasn't helped when uh, I first started out. So since these other guys haven't been talking, we'll have to make them talk. So how did you guys meet Renee? Well, I was uh, the newest addition. Like, I'm now the uh, second oldest member of the band, but uh, I joined in March of 2003. Uh, they were looking for a bass player. We've had some lineup changes over the years. I just saw an ad in the Recycler, actually the LA Recycler, and I'd been in some other bands uh, that never really did too much, and I always wanted to be in a band that was more proactive about playing shows and going on tour. Uh, so I, I ended up joining in March 2003. So, yeah, I've been about six-plus years now. For me. So you met Renee through a Recycler magazine or Recycler ad? There was, uh, they had an ad in the Recycler for Bass Player Wanted, so I went down to Anaheim and tried out. Uh, had a show that I was my tryout show, sort of, so to speak, at the garage, which no longer is in uh, Hollywood but it, or L.A. area. But uh, yeah, and so then I became a full-time, passed the test and became a full-time member. Yeah. So you're so unfortunate as to be an all-or-nothing HC now. <laughs> Stuck. Well, anyways, let's take a listen to a song. We were talking about California Bleeding earlier, so I guess we'll take a listen to that one, and you're listening to me, Jack, with the band All or Nothing HC out here at the Glass House in Pomona.
California Bleeding by All or Nothing HC, and you're listening to me, Jack, on the punk rock demonstration at the Glass House in Pomona with All or Nothing HC. And I've noticed you have a European tour coming up on your MySpace page. Does anyone want to talk about what's going on there and when that's coming out, or when that's coming out, when that's happening? Yeah, it's me again. Uh, this is Jared. Um, well, we're, we went to Europe uh, in January 2008, played in uh, Denmark, Germany, Poland, and the Czech Republic. We had a great time. It was about three weeks. Um, and they invited us back, uh, our, the booking agent that helped us, uh, Timo from Alerta Anti-Fascista. Uh, he also has his own record label. And this girl uh, from Poland, Yeni, she has uh, her own record label, Emancy Punk, so she actually helped with uh, some of the Poland dates. So we're going from November 8th to November 29th, and um, we don't have the, uh, the full itinerary, but it's going to be, again, Germany, Denmark, uh, Poland, uh, Czech Republic, probably Austria, and uh, possibly France. So we're still waiting on some more confirmation. It's still kind of far away, though. So We did a split 7-inch with Yenny from Emancy Punks. Uh, she's really awesome. She puts out um, a record label like my own where we put out female-fronted bands. So, um, yeah, before that, though, we had never played. That was our first Euro- European tour was January 2008. It was fucking amazing. It was so amazing. I can't. I wish that I would have gone on tour to Europe sooner or just gone to Europe sooner. I think uh, I can't encourage people enough to travel. Just travel, travel, travel. And he is so lucky. Ryan, he was like only, what, 20 years old and got to do his first European tour. So how was it for you, Ryan? That was fucking amazing. <laughs> and I'm so glad to be going back. I'm not going to say it's much better than the U.S., but the shows are great. I mean, People don't just go to see their friend's band and just go home after seeing their friend's band. They stay for the whole show. It's like, you know, there's a show tonight. Let's even go. If, even if they don't know who you are. Even if they don't know who you are. It's, it's just great. Yeah, I love there's it. There's a lot more solidarity. I mean, I, I definitely left there completely inspired. And I learned a lot from people there. And I think that's part of the biggest thing about traveling is learning from other people. So, yeah, I came back with a different perspective. I felt, I felt even more, like, politically motivated. Oh, I have to be more of an activist. Oh, you know. So this will be Eli's first, uh, his first European tour. Eli, do you want to talk about our last U.S. tour? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, I just joined the band, like, a little bit less than, like, a year ago. So I haven't done too much with them. I've done one tour with the U.S., like, mostly the East Coast, a little bit of the West Coast and Midwest. But, um... I can't wait to go to Europe. Never been there, so it's gonna be a whole new experience. You did help us write the album. Yes. Oh yes, I also helped uh, write the new album, California so Bleeding. Did we play a lot of shows with Eli when we were on the East Coast. Well, we played we play mostly with Disaster Strikes, a little bit of uh, Milestone Shut, and uh, a lot of other awesome East Coast bands. The East Coast was really amazing. They loved us. I love them, so it's all likewise. So. The craze. Oh, yeah, the craze. Shout out. Shout out to them. ABC No Rio. Oh, my God. What, what? ABC No Rio. ABC No Rio. I'll say it again. Yeah, That was awesome. So, yeah. Can't wait to go to Europe. You know what it is? It's because Europe, they allow underage drinkers in the club, so they don't have to drink outside of the club. I I bet that's what it is. That was why it was so amazing for Ryan, but the three of us, we don't even drink or do anything, so we're all... Boo. Well... Since it uh, sounds like a lot of work, I guess we'll have to play a song called A Lot of Work to Do. So when you say a lot of work to do, what kind of work are we talking about? Uh, that was just actually a quote from this 
preacher who spoke at an Amnesty International. Uh, it was a um, it was back in December, and it was on it was the anniversary. I spoke on women's rights. He spoke on how Jesus relates to human rights, and I thought he was actually going to talk like about some insights, but instead he used it as a time to proselytize, like preach the good news of Jesus, which I thought was totally inappropriate. And then he talked about how if you have Jesus, you really don't even need human rights. And then I started getting really angry, so I started kind of calling him out on what he was saying. And then later on, I was like, "Look, you know, best to you, whatever. I don't have a problem with you." And he looked at me he said well let me tell you something you have a lot of work to do you're really hostile so all the lyrics were t- I was so mad when I left there I'm like what an asshole and I'm like oh fuck you you're not God don't you fucking judge me I was so mad I should tell you how I spread the word of God <laughs> I take pages out of the Bible make paper airplanes and fly them out the window <laughs> it's like how else do you spread the word of God you know see so we'll take a listen to that song called a lot of work to do and you're listening to me Jack on the punk rock demonstration with the band all or nothing HC a lot of work to do by the band All or Nothing HC and you're listening to me Jack at the Glass House with the band All or Nothing HC and Ryan here just came back after he took off rudely because he heard there was an interview going on and decided to bolt. No, I'm kidding. Do you do anything else related to punk rock? Yeah, I, uh, I record punk rock bands mainly because that's the music that I like and that's music that I can stand listening to over and over as I'm mixing so I'm not going to sit there and listen to a bunch of pop bands, you know what I mean? So I spent a lot of money, went to MI in Hollywood for recording, so I can come back and record all my friends' bands. I also help produce punk rock bands, like bands that are just getting started and don't really know how to, you know, really get like into it and don't know how to like arrange songs really, you know what I mean? I just do what I can for friends' bands and bands that really don't have the money to go out and spend money to get quality recording or producing. 
So did you help out in any way with this album out here called California yeah, Bleeding? I sat there and learned from Paul Minor the best. <laughs> Do you have like a name for this organization? I've got a couple names going through my head, but um, I think what I'm going to settle on is Riot Records or Ryan Doria Recording. I'm not sure. MySpace.com slash Ryan Doria Recording. I record bands in Anaheim for cheap. Hit me up. So if you need your professionally recorded CD, you can go to Ryan here at myspace.com slash what was it again? Ryan Dory Recording. And how do you spell that? R-Y-A-N-D-O-R-I-A Recording. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to spell recording too? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sure you can figure it out. <laughs> or we hope. So yeah, now we can let Ryan go off to his awesome family dinner. <laughs> and we'll continue with everyone else in the band. Jared can sit on the couch now. A lot more comfy. <laughs> so what should we be expecting from All or Nothing in the upcoming months, years, weeks? Well, I would say that you would expect us, you can expect from us to keep writing and um, recording and touring, uh, whatever we have time off from teaching and uh, working, because we're just going to keep doing it. It's going to be like sick of it all. Like sick of it all always said, like we're just going to keep doing it until the kids don't show up to the show. So that's us. Like we're just going to keep doing it because we love it. And uh, we would be really bored if we didn't do it. So and, and you need an outlet, you know, as an, I guess as a musician. So yeah, so you can expect that. The tour and yeah, more CDs, more albums. I don't know. I think it'd be cool to do like a little video compilation. I love, like, it sounds so silly, but I did buy the new Rancid record, which I know, whatever, is not very, like, DIY punk rock, but I love all the packaging. Like, it was so cool. Like, oh, they had, like, three CDs in there, and then, like, three posters and guitar picks and, like, videos, and I was like, oh, my God, all that for $15. So it'd be so cool if we could do something like that, too. So amazing. I would love to be able to do another 7-inch with Yenny from Emancy Punks or get something out, like, on a record, like, a few record labels in Europe. That's what I learned in Europe is that as a DIY band, a lot of labels come together and put out your CD like here it's like one record label but in Europe a bunch of labels come together it's it's common practice so I like that the people in Europe they really trust each other and the punk scene we were I don't know just don't, okay I'm gonna stop talking <laughs> well now that you've suggested on how I should package my shows I should totally like put my shows on cassette and then add a flyer in there <laughs> with some like clippings of magazines and whatever crap all that all the, all the stuff I get Exactly. I heard you're like a teacher and everything like that. Are there any like messages you want to tell people? Jared teaches history. I don't so teach. So. Learn your history. If you don't learn your history, you're bound to repeat the past. There's, there, that's so, yeah, Jared if, talking. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, if you uh, want to be a punk rocker, make sure you know the history, and so that way you can tell your friends about what it's There's all about. You don't have to, you know, panhandle, not have a job, be drunk, and be in a silly punk rock gang in order to be punk rock you can be punk rock be productive you know go to school get an education and give something back to punk rock and to you know nonprofits that you believe in there's something because right now in our scene there are some kids who think that punk's all about fighting at shows and getting into a gang and we don't see that anywhere else but in our area for some reason like Riverside and Corona and we don't see that in Europe we don't see that when we travel around the United States but for some reason we see it here in Southern California which is totally bizarre yes punk rock is all about music yeah, it's about <laughs> 
community, but how can you have a community if you're fighting, you're infighting? That's crazy. There's not that many of us to fight each other. That's just ridiculous. It is. So in that sense, we'll take a listen to some more songs. Cool. We'll take a listen to the song number 12 because I think it's cool, and I like how you say, you look like number 12. What's that mean? Uh, number 12 looks just like you. It's, fr- it's actually the title of an episode of, from Twilight Zone. And in the Twilight Zone, you have to, well, in this episode, you have to choose a look that you're going to have, either number 12 or whatever. And you're either going to have red hair as a woman or blonde hair as a woman. You're going to look the exact same. Like, everyone looks exactly the same. Same as a man. You're going to, like, Ken Barbie, Sporty Ken, or other Ken, you know? And so you have to. And so anyone who wants to be different is ostracized. You know, they're going to examine their brain and, you know, they need to be psychoanalyzed. Why don't they want to be like everyone else? So I just love that. That's kind of like our society is more and more like that as we, you know, women looking through magazines, oh, I have to look just like this, or men, you know, and then the lyrics of the song talk of like that because like with crazy, crazy shows, like I want a famous face, like you want to look like so just be yourself like or you know I can't be a natural ball player I have to do steroids in order to make home runs I mean no kids look up to these people and they think no I have to do steroids too or I won't you know be successful what oh, all I just said was it's hit home runs not make home runs <laughs> that's a real baseball fan for you yeah I love the Twilight Zone all, they should totally put more Twilight Zones instead of reality TV shows because Twilight Zone is like it's even more reality than those Isn't damn reality weird? shows. Weird that they that back then they were like, "This is the future," ooh, ooh, and now it is. Like Twilight Zone predicted it all, except for that one where uh, Kirk is in the airplane and he sees the guy that's all blah, 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 down there, <laughs> the wing. You know what I'm talking about? The the what was it? Disaster, like ten thousand feet or something like that. He's going crazy, Captain Kirk. He's like, oh, I see the oogie boogie man out there. So yeah, since we've been talking so much, we'll take a listen to number 12 by All or Nothing HC. You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack.
That was number 12 by All or Nothing HC, and we're here with All or Nothing HC and at the Glass House in Pomona, and you're listening to me, Jack, on the punk rock demonstration. So what bands do you guys look up to? This is Eli. I look up to a lot of the old school hardcore, so I like like Minor Threat, I like a lot of Sick of It All, some Madball, and uh, Renee loves Sick of It All as well, it's pretty amazing, and, uh, and Refused, it's a great band. Jared likes the Nerve Agents. It's an amazing band as well. So we have a and good writings. There, there's so many bands that we like, and we just collaborate, and it's good mixture because I like hardcore, like even some of the new stuff. Like there's a lot of bands that I love. So it's like Carry On's a good band. We have Until the End. A lot of straight edge bands because I'm straight edge. So that's what I like to listen to. Pretty much we just get together, and when we do do some CDs, we just get together and get all the styles and just do what we do. Put it in a blender and come out with All or Nothing HC. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, well, it's like, you know, most, like, Eli and myself, we, we like a lot of hardcore. Uh, I probably like a little more of some of the punk bands than Eli, and then Ryan also is the same way. It's like a real mixture. It's a good mixture. So, it, I mean, it comes out nice, and, you know, that's just the way it is. I mean, our music, it's like, I don't like to classify us as a hardcore band or as a punk band or anything like that. It's just... Uh, that's what we are, and what you know, we don't try to write to be a certain type of band. We just get together and we like like these different styles, and they all just kind of mix together. So that's yeah. And what's cool is that I mean, like we just got an email saying, "Oh, we want you to play our club in Temecula." You know, well, we really, you guys are fucking sick. Oh, it's a grind show. It's like we don't really consider ourselves a grind crust bound, but I guess some people do. And then other, and I think it's more of the political stuff that we do, so they consider us that. But then, you know, we'll play other places. They'll put us on with hardcore bands. We'll play other places. They'll put us on with more poppy punk or punk bands. So it's, to me, I appreciate the fact that, um, you know, that we can kind of genre hop a little bit within punk rock because in reality, most other places like around the United States and in Europe, they don't segregate the genres of punk. Southern California, I feel like we really segregate, like, you, you know, you guys are psychobilly, so all psychobilly bands are going to play together. Okay, you guys are street punk, so all street punk bands are going to play. You guys are hardcore. Okay, you guys are over here, and you only play with each other, and all your fans only go to your shows. But all over the country and in Europe, it's like all the fans go to all the different shows, and all the ba- like you can have a rockabilly band, a hardcore band, a street punk band, a straight edge band, all playing together. And I think that's great. I look forward to a time when there is more of that that goes on here in Southern California. Well, with the show tonight, they have like Vice Squad, Urban Decay, you guys, like mostly female lead singer. So I guess they changed it up a bit and decided to put more female vocalists in this show. Uh, Becky Bondage, definitely a huge inspiration. Uh, very honored. I can hear her singing back there. She's warming up. <laughs> She's awesome. Ah. So we've been talking so much about All or Nothing HC, but we haven't talked about where we can find your music. So where can people find your music and more information about the band? Well, the easiest way uh, you can check out our stuff is uh, myspace.com, All or Nothing HC. But if uh, you're interested in buying uh, cheap downloads, you can get it through CD Baby, iTunes. Uh, most of the um, you know digital stuff you can buy it now. It's on Interpunk. You can buy it if you want CDs. And, of course, you can go to allornothinghc.com. Um, and buy it directly from us, which of course we always appreciate because uh, there's no extra charges or whatever. And uh, you know we try to sell our CDs for cheap, so the five or six bucks is what it should be. Um, some of the digital download places uh, we don't have a say in what they charge. It's usually a standard of like nine ninety nine or ten bucks. 
But yeah, allornothinghd.com uh, is where we have our like our basic store with shirts and, and CDs and patches and stuff like that. But we also try to support all the mom and pop record stores that are still left because they're a dying breed here and there. So you can also find our stuff at Doctor Strange Records in Altaloma. You can find our stuff at Headline Records in Los Angeles. You can find our stuff at Mad Platter at Rhino Riverside. I know this radio station goes all over the place, but definitely so people know that they can drive someplace and support local record stores. That's fine by us too. And you can check out my website at www.punkrockdemo.com and check out All or Nothing's website at allornothinghc.com and myspace.com slash allornothinghc. And on the rag.net. Very cool. So we'll take a listen to one last song by All or Nothing HC. You've been listening to me, Jack, on the punk rock demonstration. We'll take a listen to the song Hunger for Justice by that band. And thanks for listening. from All or Nothing HC and you're listening to Punk Rock Demonstration with Jack. Yeah.
Tired of that same old stuff they call punk rock? Well, take a listen to these upcoming songs. Never before heard anywhere. It's the punk rock demonstration new music block. Remember, you heard it here first on the punk rock demonstration.
Squad. I've been talking to Jack from a punk rock demonstration. Hope you enjoy the show. We're dressed to kill, quite literally. Old school, we're old school. Yes, we're dressed to kill, quite literally. As we strive for originality. Our clothes are never ready to wear. And we light up rooms with our day glow hair. We are the old school, old school. We are, we are, we are.
from Bad Company Project and Oxymoron and you're listening to Jack's Punk Rock Demonstration.
now, it's time for requests. If you would like to request a song, check out punkrockdemo.com and click on the Request a Song link. Have fun, and here's your request on the Punk Rock Demonstration.
We're gonna be out of here. Listen again next week when the time is right.